Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey to the Pegasus Galaxy and the City of the Ancients, Atlantis. Hello, good evening and welcome to Gatecast episode 245. And sadly, no guest this week, which is the reason we're recording this somewhat close to the time that Mike's going to have to edit it because we couldn't manage to get... It was Jeff, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Jeff. Like I said, the last time he was on, he was telling us about his new job and basically too busy. And don't blame him. Work in real life has got to come first. I keep telling myself, but it seemed to work out like that. Oh, well. Yeah, well, I should have at least gone out and got a book on phoneme analysis through digital signal processing today, but it were raining. <laughs> As reasons go, that's not that good, you know. You don't think so? No, it was raining. No, it isn't really. You actually go out and buy a physical book. No, oh God, no. No, I, I have to go to uh, the Exilia Library and uh, borrow it. I'm a student, I don't buy books. <laughs> Good. I buy other books. Technically, I've already bought a slip on the keyboard, Mrs. Bradshaw's. I think I bought three. I can't even remember the titles at this point, but apparently I bought three of them. Yeah, my Mrs. Bradshaw's handbook was dispatched from Amazon today, so I should get it tomorrow. Was there a third one? I don't know. Dragons are Crumbling Castle. Oh, was that it? The third one? Yeah, 2150 for all three, which I think is quite reasonable. Anyway, this week, as we said, we're going to be covering Common Ground, uh, Season 3, Episode 7, Sogate Atlantis. We have been busy recording lots of other episodes recently. As Alan says, we were trying to fit Jeff in. Eventually, though, it got to a point where we've got to get this recorded. So on this miserable Wednesday <laughs> afternoon in England, I don't know what it's like in Finland, but got all the lights on in the room here and it's still dark. It's dark, but then again, it is half seven. Half seven in the English sense, not half seven in the Nordic sense. Yeah, miserable day. Been raining all day. Like I told you, I've watched me Arrow Blu-ray. I've watched me Once Upon a Time Blu-ray. So I'm ready to go for those two uh, new seasons. Unfortunately, I had a... It was about 10 o'clock, a couple of nights ago. I thought, all right, I've got time for a film before I go to bed. What shall I watch? And then I got looking at me DVD and Blu-ray shelves. And always the case, what can I watch? And left going to the right. And all of a sudden, The Professional, season one, remastered on Blu-ray, jumped out at me. Oh, dear. A 70s British crime drama. Incredibly sexist. <laughs> hmm. So it was related our Avengers, Star Trek Into Darkness, Orange is the New Black. How is Oranges in the Black in any way related? Yeah, like I said, 15 euro for a region-free DVD player. That's not bad. I'm happy enough with it. You threw in a HDMI cable. The last DVD player I bought, a cheap one, I took it to work and ran over it with a forklift. Really? Yeah, it was a piece of crap and I couldn't be bothered to return it, so I got great pleasure destroying it. Did it have HDMI out? It was reasonably spec. Well, these days, plain DVD but really, I wanted it for streaming capabilities, and they proved woefully inadequate. Again, it's a dual thing. One is taking more pressure off the PS3, because I won't bother bumming DVDs into that. And two is the fact that a lot of the DVDs I brought with me are Region 1, and the PS3 just flat out refuses to play those. So really, all I use the PS3 for now, for Netflix, iPlayer, i quite impressed with the BBC iPlayer app on the PS3. It's pretty decent. So PS3 is Blu-rays, Netflix and iPlayer. I did something I didn't really expect I'd do. Mm-hmm. I updated VLC. Gasp. Well, these guys were encoding Babylon 5 and they posted the first four episodes. So I grabbed them and nothing I had would play them. Then I thought, hang on a minute. It's saying, oh, VLC will play them. And then I realised, oh, mine's about, what, three years, four years out of date. Go on then, so I updated it and it played it and actually looks pretty good. Anyway, I just watched another... I'm just coming out from the end of Tuesday night's episode of Sons. Oh, man. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I won't leave it as long as time. Probably watch it at Christmas. Well, yeah, I mean, waiting until the next season starts is the Netflix viewpoint. Get putting it off and off and off and then all of a sudden eight months had gone by. And the next season started, I went, hey, oh, I've better watch it then, aren't I? Right, look on the bright side. There won't be a next season. <laughs> I waited on board notice for so long that they've actually got the final season on Netflix USA. I've realised I watched seven episodes of board notice and I only found it on Saturday. 
I started going, maybe I should do some thesis research. And does this Babylon 5 have a title? Is it called anything in particular to indicate that it's the new remastered version? Babylon 5 Remaster Project Sample Clips. Episodes 1, 2, 3 and 4. You know, uh, JMS is absolute death on anyone that downloads. Most content owners are, for obvious reasons. Are you looking for a podcast that's fast-paced, hard-hitting, in-your-face? A podcast that rides the ragged edge of disaster? I just... I just saw for the first time the Weezer Pork and Beans commercial. Might want to check elsewhere for one of those. On the other hand, boy, have I got a show for you. Hope Audio Weekly. It's a show that's got everything you need. Danger Zone. And the geeky stuff they like talking about. Uh, don't ever... Fight a death claw. Like, if you see one, just turn and run. And really, what more could you ask for? That's Pulp Audio Weekly at weekly.pulpaudio.com. Head on over there to find out all about the show and listen to episodes right on the webpage. Or pick up the RSS feed and subscribe right on your favorite podcast listening tool. That's Pulp Audio Weekly with weekly.pulpaudio.com. I turn away from the mic to clear my throat. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we try this experiment and see how badly it goes on? Why assume it'll go wrong? Positive thoughts, Alan. Positive thoughts. I'm a pessimistic optimist. <laughs> I assume things will go wrong, and then when they don't, it's a pleasant surprise. Yeah, that's one way to look at it. You'll never be disappointed. I'll say it occasionally, but not disappointed. Shall we count down? Yeah, I'm good to go. I'm looking at a black green. Yeah, by the way, when Alan was referring to the, this kind of experiment, he's watching, watching the episode on the DVD on his new DVD player. We assume, sync-wise, it'll be the same, since we're both watching PAL Region 2 copies. We shall see. <laughs> we should see a figure by the credit sequence will be two and a half or so minutes in, and we should be able to realise what the hell's going on. Yeah. Right. If we're a three, if we're a doe, if we're a hane, clicky. We must go faster, Rodney! This is pretty much my top gear! <laughs> right then. Running. Always running. They're making a habit of running away from things these days. Yes. They're getting to do this quite often. There are comments about... They didn't call them squibs in the commentary, did they? They call them something else. The things that are going off in the trees. It's interesting, they're not actually showing who they're shooting at. Yeah. There we go. The CGI gate never, ever quite looks right. Yeah, that's why it's only on screen for about a quarter of a second. That and it costs money. Yeah. They. Yeah, and they went on in the commentary at length about how long that actually took to set up. Yeah, the fact that the stuntman was running on a treadmill. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Collier. It's good to see you again, Colonel. Wasn't someone you were expecting to see again, was he? You're fairly convinced he was dead last time. Well, that's the beauty of having a good guest star and not overusing him. A very fast teaser for uh, Atlantis. (laughs) Okay then, Common Ground. Season 3, Episode 7 of Stargate Atlantis. Gatecast Episode 245. This episode was written by Ken Cooperus and directed by William Waring. Had its US premiere August 25th, 2006. Canada got it October the 23rd, the UK November the 29th, Sweden September the 21st, 2007, Germany November the 28th, and Japan November the 26th, 2008. Few shows with episodes of the same name, American Chopper, Law of the Plainsman, A Year in the Life, Sliders, Supercarrier, and Londoners. And this episode was originally titled Common Goal. I see. And fade the back and back. And we're back. Yes. Yeah, it looks like everything's working okay. Cool. That's a lot of people through. It is, isn't it? Yeah. There was no sign of Colonel Shepard or our attackers. And they covered their tracks well. There's a good chance he was transported off-world, so I gathered the last 50 or so gate addresses that were dialed. That should be helpful. (laughs) But since the transmission which summoned us to the planet was sent using a code we gave to the Janai... Oh, dear. What are you going to do? Like, ask the Janai if one of them took Shepard? (laughs) Yes, I am. I'd get away from there. Yeah. You look awfully close. Oh no, the shield was on. Would you risk your life on somebody on the control room actually mm. pressing that button? Well, Rodney wouldn't. Security team, stand by. Lower the shield. <laughs> Hello, Layden. Welcome, ladies. 
I came as soon as I What have you done with Shepard? Easy boy. Dumb boy. Dumb boy. Heal. Heal. <laughs> he is, isn't he? Like, and you do get, because Raiden's not small, you get the idea of the sheer height of Jason. Yeah, he is frighteningly big. Hmm. I didn't kill you last time, remember? Will Wearing in the commentary, he said this was his favourite episode of this year. Brenton Spencer, the DP, he said visually this was his favourite as well. Very happy with the way this set turned out, with its lighting and shadows. Interesting. That's only identified at this point in the episode as man. Didn't know we had company down here. There is no escape. Yeah, well... We can't really see too much. An air of mystery. You can still recognise Chris's voice, though. How long you been down here? It is strange to see Chris Heindel playing a wraith as opposed to a more normal uh, person. Well, we have seen him as a wraith before. Yeah, but don't we normally have one particular actor who plays most of the wraith roles? Oh, yeah. I merely allowed myself to be captured alive. Same here. But he has done the makeup before as the character in the background. Look, I got people looking for me. When they find me, maybe we can both... Uh... They went on that length about the detail on the rust. That's what happens when you have the DP <laughs> as one of the guys on the commentary. Okay, John, not the time to do anything stupid. Move. Where are we moving to? I kind of like it here. Oh! Oh, oh, oh. sorry. Nearly wall there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You've really got to know the spread pattern of your ammunition and weapon, yeah. don't you? Far in that range. I don't think he cares. That god is Paul Lazenby. He was recommended by Bam Bam for this role. He's a stuntman and actor. Mm -hmm. He's been in a couple of episodes of SG-1 and this episode of SGA. He's also been on Continuum, Once Upon a Time, Arctic Air and Arrow. Done stunt work on 2012, X-Men and the A-Team. Yeah, I believe the director mentioned that he brought him up as an actor on Arctic Air and he said he should have actually hired him as a stuntman because he would have been paid more. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate. Rodney, I'm sorry, but there is no disputing the fact that it was a code we provided the Janai that was used to lure us to that planet where we were ambushed. Stuntmen being paid more than extras, presumably, because all extras get to do is sit around and talk to the food services truck. You really do need a speaking role to start getting the money rolling in. Or this is part of your plans. Excuse me? Nobody really trusts Leighton, do they? Well, when you think about it, his history is betrayal. Hmm. He may have done it for a decent reason, but he still turned his back on the people he was sworn to serve. Would I have come to Atlantis? With you, who knows? You think about this, you've got Ryan Robbins here, Christopher Heyerdahl. You've got half the cast of Sanctuary. <laughs> well, interesting enough, the whole, if I was going to betray you, would I have come here? Well, look at... Oh, God, he's in person of interest now. I forget the character's name in Lost. Uh, that would be Ben Linus, played by Michael Emerson. Yeah, he was the whole, I'm all innocent, you know, you can kill me if you want. I know nothing. Well, that's it. If you don't know somebody's agenda, you can't truly trust them. Let's continue this in my office. Privately. Love it. it. Love it. Oh, yeah, they, they want to bet this camera as well. Oh, they have to yeah. dig it up from the basement. 50-year-old camera, and it looks it as well. I'm pretty sure I've seen them on the old Pathé news footage. There was definitely a dig in that commentary, though, saying one of the, was it, one of the VPs is older than the camera, been working as long as the camera has. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. As you should. The commentaries are fun. They are fun. I like commentaries. Why it really annoys me when I buy a movie and there isn't a commentary on it. That simple, huh? What do you want? I've bought movies solely because I wanted to listen to the commentary. And believe me, sometimes the commentaries are better than the movies. Commentary with Desperado. I'm sorry, Robert Rodriguez, but you do not do a good commentary. He goes off into highly technical details about shock opposition. Which is interesting to people who like that sort of thing. Yeah, but generally it's boring. Well, since he also does the catering for most of his productions, he probably could have done that as well. <laughs> really? Yes, really. Don't underestimate the importance of this alliance between our two peoples to the Janai, Dr. Weir. In fact, when I heard the news, my first concern was... We have an unscheduled off-world activation! Identification code? None, but we're receiving an analog video signal. Bring it up. Dr. Weir, if you're receiving this, please respond. 
Who the hell is he? Acostas Colia, a Jedi military leader who once tried to seize Atlantis. Is Jason actually head and shoulder? He is. Rachel just comes up to his shoulder. The existence of Atlantis is no secret among the Jedi. Yeah. You do tend to assume that they can see you as well. He sees his eyes just moving about. Can they see me? Is it on? Is it on? <laughs> this is Dr. Weir. Oh, good. I wanted to be certain you were there to see this. What have you done to him? Nothing whatsoever, Dr. McKay. So let me rephrase that. What are you planning to do? <laughs> yeah, accuracy in your statement, Rodney. <laughs> yeah, vague Rodney. That's just not on. Be my guest. We'll rephrase that too. We would like him to be able to speak to us. Very well. <laughs> he is a great villain. Yep. My command authority. Whatever he has, don't do it. <laughs> well, as you can see, he's his usual charming self. <laughs> Chuckling. <laughs> That's exactly what he expected from John. Mm. When you get something like this, the best thing is to never answer it. They can't give you a list of demands if you refuse to actually answer the phone call. Laden Redeem is with you, is he not? Why would Laden be here? Well, to preserve his precious alliance with you, Doctor. So that the Jedi might remain in the favor of Atlantis. My sources have already confirmed this, so there's no point in denying the fact. Turn him over to me, and Colonel Shepard will be released immediately. Yes, it sounds as if you've got more than one traitor in your midst. Yeah, I do. I feel it's a shame, although he went out with a quite literal bang. I think Colm could have been at least as good a villain as uh, Collier, having watched a full season of Hell on Wheels now. Yeah. Although I have no idea what the hell he's doing with his accent in that show. <laughs> Shepard could have left you to rot down in that hole we last met, Collier. He does not deserve this. Let's be clear, Dr. McKay. No one does. Don't do this. Don't do it. The choice is yours, Dr. We have an arrangement. Yes, the rates are your god. John is suddenly getting worried. <laughs> yeah, job is giving me grey hairs. And that risk guard was the idea of Brad Wright. It makes sense, really, when you're handling a wraith prisoner to actually cover up the main weapon. Hisses. Ooh, gotta come keen. DP and the director went off about the amount of time even a simple age appliance takes. One of the benefits into having a second unit that can mm. go off and start filming some other stuff while all the makeup has been done. Mm. Well, Johnny's looking a little worse for wear. You just crossed a line, Cole. What, compared to actually shooting <laughs> some of your people dead? It's crucial to ensure the body has sufficient time to recover from the trauma. That's the time you have to decide. Three hours. Yes, because he's a person in the title sequence. That's John. Don't tell anybody, but I like him, really. <laughs> Leiden doesn't actually look that bothered. Rodney looks genuinely upset. Jason looks suitably stoic. Rachel looks angry, but Leiden's just like, eh, casualty of war. Yeah, see, he suddenly feels a lot older. I missed miss ten birthdays. <laughs> well, I just got fed on by a wraith. What do you think? I would not know. Hopefully you'll never have to find out. Ten years closer to retirement, John. Look at it like that. I did actually watch the profile on Rachel. Yeah. On this disc. Or maybe it ran the other. And she said she quite liked to have played Michael. Everybody likes to play the villain. <laughs> it's normally a much better role. And if she hadn't been an actress, she'd be an accountant. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> okay, she can do my taxes anytime. <laughs> You've been watching her videos on her YouTube channel? No, I just watched. I saw, oh, special features. I did buy this, I might as well look at them. There is a difference. The wraith must feed in order to live. For Wraith, hunger burns like a fire. Tell me, Shepard, if you found yourself burning alive, would you settle for just one drop of water? Or would you take more? They weren't happy with the lighting there because they felt they should have been darker and you shouldn't have been able to make out the hair. They felt they'd give the game away a few seconds before. As soon as John stood I think he got the idea what yeah. was going on. You shouldn't be able to see it until he actually came into the league. From what I've read, his makeup was based on Ace Frehley from Kiss. Hmm. Uh, so that's why they mentioned Kiss. Yes, this was uh, on the wiki. I don't really know the makeup. Aaron would probably be able to tell us. <laughs> Even closed. He's not come back. I must email him. I just Skype messaged him. 
It forced him from Cowan's inner circle. You managed to stay? Cowan had no choice but to keep me. I was his chief scientist. And you just left Kolya out in the cold? That was his choice, not mine. Out in the cold. Well, would he rather the heat that he left with the other guys in? You know? Boom. Should we bring back someone who's got a personal stake in taking Atlantis down back into the fold? Point out exactly how did you lot treat Ford? Not too well. That's because Ford wasn't exactly rational. Well, some would say Collier isn't either. Oh, yeah, but Collier's rationality is, or irrationality is quite cold and logical. I mean, Collier is not irrational, it's just sociopathic. Hence the codes. Well, those traitors will be found. Sounds like you're the traitor to me. Must he be here? I don't blame Layden here. He's a little nervous with Ronan standing right behind him. I could have told you anything. I chose to tell you the truth. That's a fairly brave thing to say, especially with, you know, <laughs> with the muscles from, what, Vancouver? Is Mel Canadian? I know he looks like a Maori. Hawaiian. That would explain the Maori look. And the name, yeah. Yeah, Honolulu. Can we? Colonel Shepard has already ordered us not to. Yeah, but he's not here, is he? We can do what we want. There is still time for us to find him and launch a rescue operation. Has there been any progress? There are a list of planets where recent Jedi activity has been documented, but we'd have a much higher margin of success if Layden would be willing to point out firm locations of Jedi safe houses and shelters, maybe even hidden wraith-infested torture chambers. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun, Rodney. He <laughs> takes a step closer. Nope. Watch it, big boy. <laughs> What's poking me in my back? I hope that you're gone. Be careful you apply grey here. <laughs> you realize he is torturing both of us? Oh, yeah? What did he do to you? He stopped me. Really? And how is that torture? Have you ever known starvation, Shepard? That's a good little scene into the close-up on his face. Again, the only weakness is the eyes. Mm. It was interesting here on Defiance, the second season, they've moved away from contact lenses, at least for Arisa, and gone to, you know, digital morphing of the eyes mm -hmm. didn't notice any difference when you watch the show I can't fit your hand in I wonder why there's two sets of bars it's almost as if they're two cells and they just stuck them together yeah this might come as a surprise to you but I'm not really in the mood for conversation so why don't you just do me a favour and shut the hell up angry John <laughs> he wants to make absolutely sure he's still right <laughs> if you wish to spend them in silence then so be it. No. I'm getting out of here. I got a life to go back to, and I'm damn well going back to it. You're sure of that? Yeah. I got friends. And they're going to come for me. No, you're not. No, you look old, John. Old. In fact, you're looking older now than you did when they threw you back in the cell. Maybe it takes a while. I like the, the makeup on his chest as well, you know, where the, uh, whatever, the teeth are suckers or whatever. Yes. Nice night shot, even if it was incredibly short. Why are you wearing your jacket, Carson? It's not that cold, surely. It makes you wonder, do some people like the thermostat turned up a little bit more? Hmm. Yeah, but that's generally women in my experience. Don't want to send recovery out, it's just my long experience of working in offices with men and women. It's always women who are complaining about being too cold. We've got a match! We went through the database. Between our list and Layden's, there's only one potential location that makes any sense. Go. So I, I did like what he said in the commentary. I'm probably still in your line here, but Butch Rodney. Yeah. That's an extensive commando team. We don't get introductions to any of them, do we? No. We get our man, we get out. Stay sharp and stay alive. What are you on about? Oh, just things that Shepard would say, so I thought I would... Uh... Well said. Just stay behind me. That's actually good advice. Right. It's going to take a lot of bullets to get through Ronan to get to you, Ron. <laughs> Look at him, thumbs up. <laughs> I'm the man. <laughs> this this command's rushing to his head. Mm. I thought you said this wasn't personal. The truth is I would have settled for Dr. McKay, but I don't imagine I would enjoy his constant wailing. Yeah, can you imagine McKay in this situation? <laughs> when uh, Collier invaded Atlantis, he had to deal with him, didn't he? <laughs> Now then you underestimate Elizabeth. You prefer I storm Atlantis and take Leighton by force. How many men has he got? What's an easy thing? What do you got? Half a dozen men and a starving race? Yeah, you go right ahead. One way or the other, Leighton is mine. Protecting him is a waste of my time and your life. Some very subtle makeup around the eyes, isn't it, for mm. John? The little lines. 
You don't know. I mean, this is on screen for a couple of seconds. Unless you're actually looking for it, you don't even notice it. Well, HD actually helps a bit. Mm -hmm. Oh, dear. He's a little upset. It's a bit personal. Bring in the wraith. It's actually head and the tails which one you have to kill first. Okay, this raid was the second day of shooting. That's a very strong door. They gave a lot of credit to Sharp's hand for sound effects of the grenade and the glass. Okay, here's the thing. The explosion <laughs> didn't break the door and Jason kicking it did. Yeah, well, it, it'd be pushed against the jam, wouldn't it? So mm. it probably wouldn't move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know what's coming now. Oh, the poor sod. I feel real sorry for him. Nice cushy job like this, got in an empty warehouse. She's the caretaker. <laughs> Just the caretaker. Doesn't matter then. Here's Rodney. So did he feel it? <laughs> Rodney should not be allowed a weapon if that's how he reacts. He must have gone through some basic arms training. Rodney? I thought I saw something out of the corner of my eye. I just, uh, I, you know, I reacted. What is it? Um, a mouse? Really big one, though. Uh, more of a rat, really, possibly rabbit. This isn't the place, is it? And we've seen Rodney handle this sort of situation better. Indeed. And we've just wasted two and a half hours. Let's move out. And a mouse. That's a big mouse. You know, they made him look stupid just for a laugh. And it worked. <laughs> yeah, so they commented that this was one big white room, huge windows, they had to black it all out because they weren't geared up for night shooting. Whole light lighting grid actually turned out pretty good. Yeah, but... Looked like we're at. Looked like a lot work. Oh, yeah. Still probably cheaper than actually going on location to find a suitable warehouse to shoot in. If it was simply my choice... I understand. Good. How... Now, we don't have much time. I want you to look over our list of planets again, see if there's anything you could... Unscheduled off-world activation! <laughs> you tell him, Elizabeth. <laughs> uh, surely at this point it's a scheduled off-world activation. Well, it depends who's calling. Although, like you said, uh, <laughs> it did give him a time limit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who could that be? Who do you think? Where's Shepard? I'm pleased to see you're wasting no time. So neither will I. He's already strapped down. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Brace yourself. <laughs> think happy thoughts. Will you turn Leighton Redeem over to me in exchange for Colonel Shepard? Dr. Weir. No. I can only conclude you doubt my sincerity. What's occurring to me now is, are there parallels between this and the episode of SG-1 where Jack became an old man? Well, only in the fact that the lead actor gets old. Yeah. Jack gets little nookie out of the deal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> John doesn't. It depends on your definition of nookie, really. <laughs> oh, yeah, there he goes again. Arr. And surely if he's gained strength there, he wouldn't be able to pull off by one guard. Well, as he said, he was pretty much starving when he got his first ten years. Looks like he's got another twenty-odd years. What did they say? Aged him to about fifty. And I figured, believe the actor and the character were probably in their, what, early thirties when they start? Yeah, I imagine so. It makes you wonder, what's Collier been up to that makes this Wraith who... As of yet, we don't know his name, or the name he gets given. Hmm. It almost makes you wonder if he was doing off-book missions before, or the uh, bust-up with Atlantis. I just need more time. No one has ever left this place alive. Yeah, well, I'm going to. Collier will kill you before your friends have a chance to reach their cells. <laughs> yeah, the, the bags under the eyes, are, that's the way I looked this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you recovered, though. John isn't going to. Not sure I've recovered yet. I didn't get to sleep till 3 a.m. Well, yeah, where there's life, there's always an opportunity to escape. Hmm. What about us? You know enough about this place to get us out. You and me. Why, are they going to let you go after I'm dead? No. And what do you got to lose? <laughs> My life. Oh, yeah, you got a great one down here. Listen, it makes sense. We have a common goal. Yeah, I do. <laughs> As I said before, 
There is no escape. Fine. And I say the good point is that Johnny's actually getting less likely to make a fight of it. Yeah. Move. Well, you can see the soldier in John planning, thinking what he can do next. And he has made some progress with Todd. But the look they're sharing, it's not quite there yet. Got to work on him a little longer. Oof, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like a god that much of a bully. Mm. My offer stands. So does my answer. Then you're effectively ending his life. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's only 40 here. He's not 65 until after this reading. Ah, could be. Could be, yeah. I am. I can't help but wonder what you've told them so they choose you over one of their own. That I betrayed you. That I took for myself what you believe to be yours. The truth. Hmm. I must say, I'm surprised. If you release him, you may return to our people with my promise of amnesty. Please, Layton, I've trained you better than that. There are things that cannot be undone. That's not true. You can end this. Strange, Doctor. I was just about to say the same thing. I think when they mentioned that Layton was clean-shaven, it's the lack of a goatee or a beard, you know. Yes. Kind of counterpoint, Collier. Well, the, the goatee is a classic Grand Vizier look. Yeah, it makes you wonder what happened with Ronan. <laughs> He's still got the menace. Eat him. That's almost orgasmic from the Wraith, if you think mm. about it, the cessation of hunger and whatnot. Who told you to stop? He is near death. Shall I finish him? Mm. <laughs> it doesn't look well. Get it out of him. They're going on about locking off the camera so they could do the appliances. Yeah, we get the full morph in the shot later in the episode. Mm. Now it's two hours. he's fed upon again he's as good as dead we don't know that I Rodney we do you know this probably isn't the episode for it but while I admire Taylor's plunging netline it's not exactly everyday wear for somebody on on duty or part of a main frontline squad is it oh she got the jacket closed I can't see the plunging neckline again someone's turned down the thermostat she's feeling a bit chilly <laughs> I hear bingly noises yeah stitcher on me iPad yeah. I can't imagine him surviving another session whether it's two hours or ten hours from now. If you were half the man Shepard is, you'd volunteer to make the trade yourself. Truth is, I'm not sure whether or not I would have made the trade if our roles were reversed. Yeah, and with all due respect to Ronan, Layden is not going to give himself up for Shepard. Nope. There's nothing more I can do here. But I can get you the information you need to find Shepard if you allow me to return and interrogate the men who stole the codes from me. Lots of luck being passed. You either trust him or you don't. It's as simple as that. Well, of course you don't trust him. It's July. So this is a kind of towards the end of... Yes, he, look, he looks a bit worse away now. What was that movie with Clint Eastwood and Get Off My Lawn? Uh, named after a car, wasn't it? Oh, oh Gran Torino. That's it, Gran Torino. You know, I could have sworn I was going to wake up dead today. Still time, John. You're strong. Stronger than any human I've ever fed upon. Yeah. You stopped yourself. Yes. Why? Because the longer I feed, the weaker you become. And we will need what strength you have left to escape. Now he wants to escape. Really? You're asking a pensioner to help you escape? <laughs> I looked at the neck appliance there. Yeah. That looks like a back projection shot. Yeah, CGI puddle. Mm. Nevertheless, I'll be in touch the moment I have the information that you need. Thank you. You know, I have the sinking feeling we just made a terrible mistake. Because we have. I'm not so sure, though. How much worse can things get? <laughs> you can always replace Jeffard. Come on. Gate closes. I like that they've still got the bullet hole in the wall. <laughs> yes, this will be the fight scene then. Mm -hmm. They were saying in the commentary that John basically fights at the level somebody his age would fight at. Yes, <laughs> at his age, you know, where's me walker? <laughs> nah, oh, you're up, Omer. <laughs> nah, I can understand the Wraith being able to do this. He's fed recently, he's feeling a lot better. 
and he's going to get a little top up here. John, however, I don't care how well trained he is. He should not have the dexterity and the speed to be able to do this. Mm. Wow, that was some force behind that throw. Yeah. <laughs> wow, nice throw, John. Spot on. <laughs> the question is, John just points that guy out. Why doesn't the rate eat him as well? Surely you want to gain as much energy as you can. Perhaps John thinks he doesn't want him that healthy. Yeah, that's not going to do any good, John. Didn't you see that guard put three or four bullets into his back and he shrugged it off? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to turn my back on you. I'm, I'm, I'm. I only trust you so far. I like when they were going on about Todd's outfit. <laughs> his jacket was bespoke. And they realised they'd have to put a load of bullet holes in it, so they came up with the idea of having a waistcoat. Yeah. Put the holes in and not muck about with the original jacket. Because they only had one and not time to make any more. <laughs> Which way? This way. Quite appropriate, we're getting near Halloween. John is walking around a dark corridor with a monster that scared the living daylight out of you. Quiet now, we've got them just where we want them. Put the safety on. Staring to a puzzle there. Oh, it's a. Uh... <laughs> what happens when I pull this? <laughs> that dung. <laughs> and why didn't those boys go through you, man? Ah! Really, you shouldn't have shot and killed the uh, guy. Perhaps these are, they're not exactly first-rate officers or enlisted men. You know, they kind of maybe just ended up with Collier and trying to make the best of it. For John, I'd have shot him in the legs so the wraith could top up. You're going to preserve your resources. That's almost, that's a person of interest method of fighting. Yeah. Shoot everybody in the leg. <laughs> Actually, it looks rather interesting underground complex. They did this together. They've taken weapons. The wraith is a weapon. I want ten armed men at the Stargate. The rest of you, hunt them down. Yes, plans always seem to go wrong, don't they, Collier? Yes, and of course it's a bunker because it's Janai. Why would they live above ground? <laughs> yes, it's rather a big complex, and it makes you wonder how many bases like this they really do have, you know, dotted around the galaxy. Mm. It almost makes you believe that, you know, when they went on the offensive with nukes, they could probably have pulled it off. How far is the Stargate? It will be guarded. We got guns. They will be waiting for us. Don't be so negative. Oh, dear. You think you're gonna make it? If I feed. Well, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, steady. Okay, lads, come on. Be sensible. Yes. Make it to the Stargate. Both go our separate ways. Until then, we're gonna need each other. Deal? They're not actually chained together, though. I don't think the comment about the buddy movie was appropriate. Uh, in essence, yes, but... More like the old couple. Hmm. They even remade it. I haven't seen the remake. I never wanted to see the remake. That looked like CGI water. In fact, it looked like a dark version of the puddle. <laughs> Dr. Weir? Pull your sleeves up, Elizabeth. What age is that technician? Well, How long has it been? It's coming up on two hours. We should receive the next transmission any minute now. Yes, I'll be there in a moment. It's Chuck. You've seen Chuck before. He still looks about 12. It's not that he's clean-shaven, it's that he doesn't have to. You know, his razor's probably left dry three days out of four. We'll rest here a few minutes. You should go on without me. No. Gone without me. I am brave. I do not need you. A better chance of taking out the guards in a crossfire. Still need you. Very well. That is, even if we're going in the right direction. Yeah, if they find us, I can sacrifice you. Oh, did you? <laughs> Think about it. You have no idea where the Stargate is, do you? Yep. <laughs> it was many years ago. Way to go, John! Let's do a race! He's got the voice right as well. It's, you know, they slowed it down. <laughs> a reinforcements have arrived at the Stargate, Commander. Kill the race on site, but I want Shepard alive. Why? Wants to kill him himself. Or maybe he thinks he can at least get something out of Atlantis. One, 
Likes me better than you. Yes. <laughs> Two. Probably would have never made it to the Stargate anyway. Well then, lads, you've got nothing to lose. Then it is over. No. Our people don't leave each other behind. That's three things you've learned. You still believe that? Kolya doesn't know where we are. He's wasting manpower. Walking down like that, that's not the action of a 65-year-old. The odds of my people finding us are going up and up. You are more like Wraith than you know. I'm not sure I like the sound of that. Ooh. <laughs> there is much about Wraith that you do not know, Shepard. There is much you do not know. Yeah, the Wraith would be fine if they didn't eat people. <laughs> Kolya's late. That is not like him. You haven't heard anything from Layton either. We will. Is it possible they were in on this from the beginning? Bit late to even think that, isn't it? Yep. Why would Layden come here in the first place? Throw us off the scent. What kind of a plan would that be? Janai. <laughs> Janai. <laughs> Either way, there must be a reason why Colia has not contacted us. Perhaps he knew it would take Colonel Shepard more time to recover. None of us are saying what we're all thinking here. Yeah. Colonel John, dish of the day, Shepard. Yeah. A multitude of female fans were just looking in horror at the television screen. <laughs> he looks like me dad. <laughs> They must think we knew where we were going. <laughs> oh, it was worth it. If only to see the sky again. Thomas almost, he's probably been stuck down underground for so long, just sitting, looking up at the skies. His freedom. Yeah. If I do not feed soon... Oh. Stop giving him meaningful looks. I will die. Back up. <laughs> we got a deal, remember? We both go home alive. And if we were to meet again in the future, what then? Like I in the pastry tray, aren't you? <laughs> oh, bets are off. Yes, Christopher, you've signed a multi-episode contract, haven't you? <laughs> then let us hope we do not meet again. Try to get some sleep. I'll take the first watch. Ah. <sighs> You look at his resume, you think, how did he have time to make all the stuff he did? I'm not downloading Hell on Wheels Season 2. Not at all. <laughs> not even a little. Are you receiving me? We are starting to get worried. Yes, I'm sure you had doubts. The truth is the interrogation took longer than I Oh, maybe ever. We've secured the location of Kolya's base. I'm forwarding you the dialing coordinates right now. Are you certain? Certain enough to send a full brigade through the gate. It will take us an hour to marshal our forces. I thought you might want that time. What would we be up against? Nothing one of your cloak jumpers and my good friend Ronan couldn't handle. I see they've got as good a camera. Yes, strange, isn't it? You'd think it would be a better camera. Mm. What did they say? That Ryan was suffering from food poisoning while they were filming the scene. He kept getting paler and then he turned it <laughs> off screen to throw Yeah, you got to admire that level of dedication and actor. My friend Ronan, yes. Since I'm on the other side of a stargate and I'm dialing in... I can say things like that because you can't come and kill me in 30 seconds. Is that graphic in the city new? Is it what? That graphic behind Elizabeth. Or is it just that I'm actually watching in decent quality for change? Oh, that's where the eyes, they just don't work. Mm. Mm, I'm... You think when they were hunting Wraith, they'd be a little more... I... <laughs> I want breakfast. Good morning breakfast. Now, this is perfectly logical with what we know yeah. at the time. Ooh. Yeah, this was the CGI morph that you're on about. Todd Masters of Masters Effects was doing the prosthetics for John. Aging. Old Shepard was played by Jeff Redknapp. Hmm. He also played old Colonel Sumner in the pilot when he grew old. So that's a niche. <laughs> they were done at length about the race in a tree. And the wires and the whole setup for that. For about three seconds on camera. Yeah. The whole morning rigging up the trees. Oh, look at him. <laughs> me next. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Help, mommy. You see, they can't feed with, with both hands because one of the guys said double feeding. Yeah, they were wrong. Like I said, they've only got the, the sucker in the right hand. I wonder if you get left-handed, Ray. Yeah, that's what I was just wondering. <laughs> Grab his right hand quick. <laughs> Damn. He's already eaten everyone. 
Let's hope so. Line 100 meters to the south of the position. Well, if you're cloaked, why don't you just hover right above them and be done with it? <laughs> decisions, decisions. John's clothing still fits reasonably well. Hmm. Yes, because I am the Crispy. Finish it. As I told you, John Shepard, there are many things about Wraith that you do not know. That looks like a Christmas tree lot. <laughs> Shepard yelling. Now, that was... Bing. That was a lot of Hey, oh. <laughs> I was going to say that was a lot of restraint by Ronan, yeah. not shoot him straight away. It's an order. I don't understand. We all saw what he did to you. Just undid it. Garrison's <laughs> <laughs> hey. suddenly going, ooh. Puzzled expressions all round. How is this possible? Don't ask me. The gift of life is reserved only for our most devout worshippers. Huh, interesting. And our brothers. You're not a worshipper. You're like a storage battery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been topped up and now I can... Shepard gave me back my life. I merely repaid the debt. What debt? Are you, are you kidding me? He looks younger than he did before. Pass the power on to you. Just Rod came on about that. What's with that? I, I don't have anything that would require the ring. This is Shepard. Koya? I figured you'd run. Next time I kill you on sight, you hear me? He's still on flap, isn't he? <laughs> He's not easily perturbed. No. And I think, like a good villain, he always has his escape plan ready to go the moment's noticed. Bad deal, right? I did not truly expect you to honour it. <laughs> Even over the race variation, you can still hear Chris's voice. Ronan's upset. Yeah. Damn Hang on, <laughs> let me shoot another five or six times. It's like a Zackum, is it? Yeah, Rodney, stop putting the boot in. You didn't kill him. No, I didn't. Get him in the jumper, we're gonna drop him off somewhere. Rodney just looked. How often does Rodney look puzzled? Thanks for showing up. Ah, <laughs> uh, Shepard. I thought you... There's a lot you don't know about humans. That is a nice scene. Mm. The CGI gate actually works in this, I thought. Especially, you know, the shimmering in the water. I presume he hasn't dialed directly back. It was around this race been telling every other race. Yeah, I suppose they know Atlantis is there, don't they? I assume they suspect. But, I mean, if, if you've gone this far, almost calling Shepard your brother, he probably wasn't going to rat him out. What's, get, what's keeping the gate open? What's the auto shutdown time? Let's not go into that. We know that plot kind of controls how long the gate stays open. It's almost psychic. It knows when the last person goes through. <laughs> okay, then, that was Common Ground. Christopher Heidel's first major appearance as a wraith, as we come to know him as Todd. As Alan says, uh, you can see him in Helm Wheels. He's also been in True Blood, Sanctuary, Caprica, Smallville... Way back when on Andromeda, he eventually worked on 22 episodes of Atlantis and a single episode of SG-1. William Waring, the director, he directed 13 episodes of SG-1, 16 of Atlantis and 9 of Universe. Also directed episodes of Continuum, Painkiller Jane and the new Canadian Western Strange Empire, which premiered a couple of nights ago or maybe six weeks ago, depending upon exactly when this episode gets released. Ken Cooperus, the writer, he wrote just the two episodes of Atlantis. He also did the story and the teleplay for another episode. So that's about it for Ken. <laughs> Let's see if IMDB has got a little bit more. Oh yeah. He's also written for The Stanley Dynamic, The Listener, Mr. Young, My Babysitter's a Vampire. Okay. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I think uh, we can be we can be very pleased with Christopher's introduction as Todd as he becomes known. One of the highlights of the final two seasons of the series. A wraith we become friends with hasn't ended well, has it? Well, ultimately, at the end of the day, the wraith, you can adopt a wolf, but it's all going to be a wolf. Mm, this is actually, my premise for that is based on the David Eddings book, so I can't really comment. I don't know how anthropologically accurate it is, whether you actually tame a wolf or not. Or well, like cats, they just tolerate you. You've seen shots like the, the cat horror story. They're sitting around the fire, sort of a 
cat camp or whatever and the silly cat is going and the food bowl was not empty and she refused to fill it until he ate the dried up food from yesterday. <laughs> it's a classic story. The cat version of full is just after you put food in. The cat version of empty is after the aforesaid cat has taken three bites. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's like jump, jump, jump. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. A little news, not directly related to Stargate. As Joe Flanagan puts his Malibu home, which sits on 14 acres of real estate, up for sale for $5.9 million. Amarena Baccarin, a sign for the Fox series Gotham. She's rumoured to be playing the canon character Dr. Leslie Tompkins. Thanks everyone for the podcast retweets, likes and plus ones on the various social media portals we use. Always appreciated. But we would love to hear from you more directly. Email and voicemails are like gold to us. On the birthday front, there are, as always, quite a few notable birthdays, and a few of the more well-known include, on the 27th of October, the birthdays of Carmen Arzangiano, who was Jacob Carter, and Robert Picardo, who began as slimy Richard Wolsey, and ultimately became the respected leader of Atlantis. On the 29th is the birthdays of Dan Castellanata, who was Joe in Citizen Joe, and Chalene Simmons, who was the manipulative Mara in the Atlantis episode The Tower. Michael Beach has his birthday on the 30th. He played Colonel Abe Ellis, the commander of the Apollo, in five episodes of Atlantis. And finally on the 31st, a happy birthday to David Ogden Steers, who was the very menacing Oberon in three episodes of Atlantis. There are a few more birthdays over the next week. Keep your eye on our website or any of the portals that we use. If you do want to get in touch with us about anything Stargate or Gatecast, you can make use of the contact form over on gatecast.co.uk and our email address is gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook and Google+, and on Twitter we are at the Gatecast, which is one word. iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio carry our feeds, and you can also manually add them to any podcatcher that takes your fancy. There is an additional RSS feed which has every episode we've released, and that link can be found on our website. Okay then, let's wrap this episode up. Come try ya! Okay then, folks, that was Common Ground. Didn't bring the schedule up again. I was going to ask you. Yeah. Next week, we are going to be covering the SG-1 episode, Memento Mori. Oh, okay. Yep. On the next Stargate SG-1, oh. Bella is abducted to probe her memory. There's no question the trust is behind her disappearance. They're the only ones with the resources capable of putting something like this off. But then escapes. I have absolutely no memory of my life prior to wandering in here. And is now a changed and desperate woman. Get out of my way or I will shoot you. On the next Stargate SG-1. Hope you can join us for that. Until then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.